that awkward moment when a zombie is looking for brains and it walks right past you. Hello and welcome to episode, oh, I don't even know, I think 152 of Under the Cull of MS. This is a regular episode, a little bit of comic, a little bit of MS, and a little bit of who knows what. So basically, starting out with the comic section. Uh, I finished off Dynamite, the little zombie five-issue run. I finally got issue three, four, and five. Finished them off. It was a blast. I really liked what happened here with Evil Ernie and Smiley joined forces. Smiley himself joined forces with Red Sonia. He was attached to her throughout this. And later on in the things, they come across some Draculin, Draculon mon- monks, basically vampires from Vampirella's home, home world. And uh, we find out that Evil Ernie is hanging out with the monks. And all this time we thought Evil Ernie was gone, dead or something. And here he is, and uh, we deal with Lilith and some other characters in here. The older, uh, can't remember the name of the old superhero plan from Dynamite, but the old lady with the cat, the guy at is like invincible that wears the purple and re- or the blue and red half and half outfit and stuff and those characters you see throughout here uh fighting for survival and some all or none may turn into zombies throughout this but yeah quite a few characters from the dynamite universe this was a lot of fun. I like the way it ended. I'm not going to ruin any of that. And their Dynamite Lives is the following run that's starting up here that I've been talking about. When I've been previewing upcoming things coming out. And I can't wait for it because the issue one has Ash Williams on the cover. From Army of Darkness, Evil Dead. So that's going to be really fun having him in the run too and i'm sure i know they were talking about some other characters that i'm looking forward to seeing so check those out that this is a i like this better than marvel zombies and better than deceased which i really didn't get into i only checked out a couple little things from that i don't really know overall deceased yet but marvel zombies i'm pretty deep into and i do like like it preferably the manga form because they actually have hope in their future. But but yeah, check those out. And then I checked out The Mask on for Green October, four-issue run from Dark Horse Comics. This is a typical fun mask story. Uh, a guy and his daughter, she doesn't speak anymore. She's being picked on, called a dummy from all the students in school. Even the teachers are 
assholes to her. And uh, her dad's hands got destroyed. They got in an accident, lost lost their wife, mother. And uh, that's when the kid lost her speech and all that. And the dad's kind of the artist type, and he lost his use of his hands. But a little old lady, a street lady, comes up and hacks it and sells him the mask for and a bunch of other trinkets for like six bucks and uh takes it takes it home and eventually the mask ends up on your face and the mask as character always is the same that same style character always comes out it's the hardest time for me to read these and not do the mask parts in the jim carrey voice because this it always seems like him. I know that he he is the perfect character to play the mask in the movies. But uh yeah, this is a lot of fun. They get the mask, they try and fix their life. There's a Asian clan after them, a mobster clan and a Russian clan all chasing after the mask, trying to find it. They find some other ones that don't that are fakes. And some things happen, and they see reports about this character in the states. So they all come hunting for the mask, and the guy and his daughter have to deal with them trying to get the mask from him. And another character that used to have the mask at one time runs into her dad and tries to help him. And it's just a really fun mask story. I I really enjoyed this one. Uh, check it out if you like the mask you'll enjoy this and then the last one that I read for these reviews I checked out Undertaker Halloween special and it mentioned Mankind so I also have Mankind issue 1 so I read that one also in the Undertaker story Basically, goes back to his story with his parents, and Paul has some some things in here where he tries to the Paul Bearer. If you don't know who that is, the Undertaker's little sidekick and Kane's sidekick. Uh, he like tortures and kidnaps a couple kids on. Halloween night and Undertaker's has his issues with a, some characters, demons and stuff, and ends up chained up in a dungeon where uh, he's also chained up with Mankind and that mentioned to check out uh, see Mankind one shot. And I'm assuming this is the Mankind one shot, even though it does say issue one, but but yeah, you get to see those characters have to deal with demons, otherworldly powers, and each other because, of course, they can't go without fighting. And Sako's always got to start issues. <laughs> it's like I love that they got the mankind character and kept it true with the Sako character along with it. But then the mankind comic. In this one, he's just basically 
psychotic character dealing with people on his turf and people trying to catch him and take him out and uh, you got these different type of big brute demons that are constantly after him trying to hunt him down and you get to see him fight his way through all these all these different characters that are after him uh the head of the two demons is kind of like a spiritual figure calling the shots. About taking mankind out. But yeah, this, these were fun. Wrestling comics again. They're done by Kate. Uh, these are WWF ones from the real wrestling days before they changed it to WWE. And it's done through Chaos Comics. Like always, all the wrestling ones are fun. And I got some other ones coming up here, some WCWs, some Stone Cold and stuff, which we'll be talking about in the near future probably. But I just want to give a shout-out. Uh, check out Crimson Cold Comic Book Club for other reviews that I do that I usually won't do on here. I don't really want to overcross them. But when they are really good comics, I got to talk about them. But I did, uh, I'm just going to run, give you a rundown of the ones I talked about this week. Uh, Main Zombie Lobsterman. It's a blast. It was fun. Hear about it and find out why you need duct tape by listening to that podcast. Uh, I backed the Bloom number one comic from Hero Tomorrow Comics on Kickstarter. And it came with a tap dance killer, which you find out my opinion on. And you can hear my review about this wonderful psychedelic comic book, Bloom, starting up. And I also gave a shout out about Noctira number one, because I got my, my Scott Snyder signed autographed copy in the mail. And so I gave a shout out to that. And then something that I really enjoyed, really fun. Love the oversized hardcovers. Not a fan of oversized books, but these... We're beautiful looking, easy to hold, nice to read, not overly heavy, uh, just the right thickness. But uh, Dombolenium, Volume 1 and 2. Uh, I don't even, it's like ABBA or something like that, or ABM Comics. But these are just, the covers are beautiful looking. Uh, it's about... A zombie, uh, a demon theme park where people go to get scared, and when people die, they become part of that theme park if they try to commit bad things. But it's a blast. It's a great look at a great, wonderful, another different look at the zombie uh, culture, zombie uh, writing style, but story style. But yeah, check those out. Those are a lot of fun. Listen to Crimson Cull Comic Club or watch it if the video is out on YouTube uh, along with Under the Cull. Uh, but yeah, those are fun. Go there and hear about them. And we will be back to you in a quickie with the multiple sclerosis talk. All right, let's get into some foot drop talk.
common MS symptom occurs when the foot part of one or both feet point downward instead of upward when you're taking a step. Foot drop can lead to tripping, stumbling, or even falls. Foot drop has several causes, spasticity or weak muscles in the calves and ankles can be a significant contributor and MS-related damage to the nerves that control the muscles used to flex your foot can also cause foot drop. Fatigue and heat sensitive sensitivity also make it harder for your muscles and nerves to fire correctly and lift your toes. MS-related foot drop is not easily cured but it can be successfully managed. I know mine started acting up last night, along with all that foot drop in the left foot, leg cramp in the calves of the right foot. And I woke up, the heater for some reason was going off, and I was sweating. It's like, so I was overheated, and it set off all kinds of issues with me early this morning, so, yeah, you gotta watch out with that, with spasticity issues, it's like you think you're in the spring sector time of year, it's like you'd think you'd have less issues with heat stuff, but, no, it sets it off, even, even from that, or from a shower, or anything like that, stretch and strengthen, a physical therapist can help you. Determine ankle exercises that work best for your form of foot drop. Like, I can't remember what he had me. I was doing a variety of different things. They also had me doing calf raises, and some rubber band work and stuff like that. But it's been like two years since I've been into him for those type of issues. So I do need to get back in there. Probably pretty soon here, but I'm waiting to get through my infusion next week first. But stand facing a wall, place one foot about 18 inches in front of the other, then lean into the front foot while keeping the back foot on the ground. And that probably that'll help stretch those different nerves in the feet. And, also help with issues if you have any plantar fasciitis issues. I'm sure that would be good for that too. Walking on your heels for 10 steps. Using a wall or railing to help you balance. I, with my deformed feet or whatever I'm doing. I, just walking on one part of the foot, I definitely got to have something to grab onto or fall against. Because I instantly tip over runner's stretches in which you lunge forward with your front knee straight or bent. Another good stretching exercise is to let your heel hang down off the edge of a step while gripping something stable to maintain your balance. Uh, you can try these type of exercises. Also work with a physical therapist therapist if able and you can do a lot of these exercises while you're doing something like walking or biking or even cooking dinner and stuff like that and 
anytime you can stretch those different nerves and tendons and stuff, that's helpful to get the foot used to working the different way. But I also, when I'm doing them, you got to watch how many you do and how long you do it for because you can also set off issues. And I get that too. Uh, it can cause my foot drop to go off or my that wonderful thing where your toes start going in all different directions or they do that locked in curl. Foot drop is a condition of weakness in the muscles of the foot and ankle caused by poor nerve conduction, which interferes with a person's ability to flex the ankle and walk with a normal heel-toe pattern. The toes touch the ground before the heel, causing the person to trip or lose balance. It's like a lot of times not, it's the tops of the toes. <laughs> it's the foot drops so far that I'm scraping my nails across the floor. Uh, yeah. Exercises that can be done while seated from your chair are things like place a towel or here's where you can get use of your resistance band under your foot with your knee straight and pull your foot forward or towards your body i mean using the ends of the towel or bands uh, or you can sit and tap your toes to the to the rhythm of a song that's good uh, repetitive movement for your feet to get some muscle movement memory going activities like standing on foam or walking heel to toe challenge the foot Strengthen the ankle and improve proprioception. <laughs> your awareness of where your body is in space, basically. So those help. That muscle memory, as long as you can keep it active, is better. Uh, slow, slow your pace. Stopping to cool down. Get a drink and rest every now and then when you're doing things. Don't overheat your body. Taking steps to prevent exhaustion and overheating while exercising can help lessen foot drop. Physical therapists say the quality of movements is more important than the quantity when performing stretching and strengthening exercises. And we're at a basically a point in our life. Don't just focus on working so hard that you lose weight or whatever like that. Just focus on body moving still. That's the main importance in life right now. But stop when you first notice signs of fatigue affecting your movement, either while performing exercises or going about your normal daily activities. Cooling neck towels, scarves, and vests are good options when you're exercising or even just sitting Outside on a hot day, walking or running in a swimming pool to stay naturally cool while still getting a, still getting a workout is great. And any water exercising you can do is awesome. They even have those water uh, treadmills and stuff like that you can use underwater so you're not straining your body and your knees so much. Those are great if you can get access to something like that. Adjust your gait. A steppage gait uses more energy overall, creating a vicious cycle in which the walking pattern used to overcome foot drop generates the fatigue 
that can worsen foot drop and affect the overall safety and quality of mobility related activities of daily living. So it's kind of pay attention to how your foot patterns work in slowing down when you walk the faster you walk the more you work and tire your muscles resulting in more foot foot drop issues snug fitting shoes slip-ons may slide off the feet while walking so make sure you got heavier shoes with rubber soles well not you want regular lighter comfortable shoes on your feet because the heavier ones are going to cause you uh, more fatigue in your muscles faster so you don't want really heavy shoes you want something that's comfortable that you don't really feel when you're lifting your foot pull down at all but any heel higher than a normal tennis shoe can make walking less stable and require more force from lower leg muscles and consider shoes with higher tops help stabilize your ankle and i miss the high tops they're hard to find nowadays when you do they want an arm and a leg for them but brace yourself ankle foot orthosis orthosis or afos uh which AFOs reach down into the shoe and are designed to keep the ankle in place to help control its movement. Depending on how high the brace goes up your leg, it can also help stabilize the calf or knee. And AFOs can reduce high stepping walking patterns. So those are helpful if you can get fitted for one and set up with it. There are rigid braces designed to keep the ankle from rolling for people with spasticity in their ankles, which is something I should try next since the foot orthotic sucked and didn't work. Get stimulated if you can handle it. I can't stand this with my numbness in my body. It's like being electrocuted (laughs) right through a circuit, but functional electrical stimulation, FES. Cycles on and off with each step, creating muscle act activation, reducing spasticity, and promoting a more normal gait. FES devices deliver an electric current from a cuff below your knee to a sensor on the nerve that directs the muscle to lift your foot. Kind of like when you go into a doctor and they tap that little hammer against your knee and your reflexes go out basically setting a signal right to your nerves to make your foot kind of like instantly hop or jump and get that muscle going. So don't forget yet check out into mobility aids. Mobility is more than walking. It includes moving into bed, getting on and off the commode transferring in and out of the car, climbing stairs, and a wide variety of other activities. Simply stated, mobility is any time you move your body from one place to another. More than 75% of persons with MS will have some problem with their mobility during the course of their disease. Mobility issues can happen 
even early in the disease and can negatively affect your quality of life, your emotional state, and your ability to participate in activities that are important to you. Changes in mobility can occur for a variety of reasons. Symptoms such as weakness, asticity, fatigue, and impaired balance can alter how your movements are performed and the amount of energy it takes to perform them. Sometimes other issues interfere with mobility, such as pain or changes in your vision, the inability to get the proper messages from your sensory sensory systems to your brain, as well as changes in your thinking skills can cause problems with interpreting your environment, which can place your safety at risk. And just make sure you got a clean, clear path. And a lot of people, we were just talking with the foot drop and stuff. You're going to have problems with carpeting, any type of step-ups, things like that. So try and eliminate those from your life. So you don't have to deal with them. Mobility issues, no matter the cause, may restrict your ability to participate in work, family, social, occupational, or leisure activities. Starting to use a mobility aid, such as a cane, a walker, a wheelchair, a brace, shower bench, or vehicle adaptation can feel like a huge step. When faced with the possibility of using a mobility aid, people with MS often view it as a failure or as giving in to the disease. Some people feel that once they use an assistive device, they will become dependent on it. Others are concerned about how they might be viewed or that others will think less of them. None of these things are true. It's better to make it easier to get around now than let your body strain over it and uh, end up in worse condition later. So, viewing a mobility aid as a tool that will help you maintain or even improve your independence can Remove the negative perception. Mobility can be greatly enhanced by using an assistive device. Foot drop, dragging your foot, has a high energy expenditure and places you at risk for falling. Utilizing a brace that keeps your foot from catching gives you energy later, which is a valuable commodity, and a mobility aid can conserve that valuable resource for you. Think of arriving at your activity with good energy, feeling confident, and in control of your movements and your body. Using a cane, walker, or power mobility device could do that for you. Everyone is unique, and therefore their needs and solutions are unique also. Don't be afraid of how you're going to look. Check them out. There's lots of different things out there. They've gotten way better over the years. they got even fancy designs. But be proactive. Consider a device at first. Signs of mobility problems. Don't wait until you are avoiding activities. Experiencing regular falls or your activities become so energy drained that you are unable to finish. Be open to equipment. Many times the barrier is in what we think using a mobility aid means about us and not in the actual piece of equipment. Seek advice from a professional that knows MS 
You don't want to end up with a closet full of equipment that isn't right for you, which I started out just trying all kinds of things, and I got a bunch of crap laying around now. But different things that are out there. You got manual wheelchairs, power wheelchairs, scooters, transfer aids, transfer discs, driving modifications, functional, functional electrical stimulation, Braces, walkers, canes, the Hoyer lift, get you in and out of vehicles or out of household areas, leg lifter, bed rails, shoes, there's bathroom aids, elevated toilet seats, toilet safety rails, tub bench, long handled shower hoses, there's ramps, there's stair lifts, there's grab bars, there's just so many different things out there nowadays. So. Check into those. Don't be afraid to use them. Save your energy for something that's more enjoyable and help you get through events or through the day. So, end this with three little quick bear jokes. Where do polar bears like to vacation? Bermuda. What time is it when five grizzly bears are chasing you? Five after one. What do you call a grizzly bear with no teeth? Gummy bear. I know how he feels. <laughs> All right. That was our podcast for this week or for today. Uh, be good to yourself. Be good to others. Get shit out of the monster. Don't take no crap from him. And we will get back to you soon. Have a great one.